Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 10th of January. Happy New Year and welcome to 2022 with Marcus Today. This is my first day back and our first broadcast for 2022. As usual though, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the powerpoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full all right well going back to uh, last week seems a long time ago uh, the uh, u.s markets relatively benign considering and considering where they had been and what they had been doing but we saw the dow jones closing down a mere five points or 0.01 of a percent however we did see nasdaq down nearly 1% or 145 points to 14,936. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always. Nothing has changed over the break, that's for sure. Uh, Down 0.41% or 19 points to 4,677. VIX index, despite all this volatility and the big sell-off in tech stocks, in the US in recent times, uh, we have seen that VIX index still relatively stable, 19 points down one point or 4.33% there. So nothing very staggering there. SPY futures showing a limp opening up two points or 0.03%, 73.51. On the commodities front, Brent crude and WTI, uh, they've been the biggest change, I guess, since I've been away in terms of the headlines. Brent crude, 81.75, down 24 cents or 0.29%. WTI, 78.90, 0.56 of a dollar, 56 cents down, 0.7 of a percent down. Gold, though, up $8.20, 1797.40. I think that was pretty much where it was before Christmas. That trading range, 1750 to 1800 still very much in evidence. But it was up 0.46 of a percent. Iron ore, though, eased down nearly a dollar or 95 cents to 127.30, down 0.74%. In other commodities, we had copper up 1%, nickel up 1.6%, aluminium down 0.3, zinc down 0.8, lead down 1, and tin, tin up 1.8% there. Uh, the lithium has been the big story. Uh, that was doing pretty well as well on a weekly basis. It was up just over 9%. Uh, and uranium also has been on a bit of a charge on the back of the situation in Kazakhstan. Aussie dollar, a 71.62 against the US dollar. In overseas mining stocks, we had Freeport McMoran up 3.3%. Alcoa up 6.7%. Should make sure that AWC does quite well. Tech Corp down Anglo up 2.9, Glencore up 1.8, and Vale up 5.7%, doing well. In the US, in ADR terms, BHP was up 3.6%, Rio up 3.1%. So uh, some good gains still happening in those commodity stocks. S&P 500 overnight, you can see a bit of a swoon, a bit of a rally, a bit of a fall off at the end, but it was still really about tech stocks on Friday and really last week with that big tech sell-off as we did see US rates uh, push higher and that 10-year bond yield pushing higher above 1.8%. 
As far as major stories go, close contact rules eased for essential workers and Home Affairs has rejected uh, Djokovic's claims. Rising rates threaten multiples, especially in those high-tech stocks. And Wall Street's bank set to report record profits. As an aside, in Wall Street on Friday, in the banking sector, we had JP Morgan up 1%, Citicorp up 1.3%, Bank of America up 2.2%, Wells Fargo up 2.1%, and Berkshire up 2.1% as well. Square, though, or Block Inc., as it's now called, down 2.2%. But the bubble is bursting in riskier pockets of the market. ARK Innovation ETF and unprofitable tech. And Reddit is set for its IPO, tapping Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs for the listing. US headline CPI expected to increase at fastest pace in four decades in December. And in the US, 6.4 million jobs added in 2021. But the economy still needs an additional 3.6 million jobs just to get back to pre-pandemic levels. And FedEx has warned of staffing disruptions from Omicron. I think everyone's been warning of staffing disruptions from Omicron. Anyone who's been to a supermarket recently will have witnessed the problems with the supply chain, especially fresh fruit and vegetables and meat. And the US is talking with Russia on Ukrainian tensions and restrictions are being considered. As far as what's on today in our market, we have November building approvals. Tech stocks in the US very much under pressure at the moment. Tesla down 3.5%, Apple up 0.1%, Netflix down 2.2%, and the NYSE Fang Index was down 0.6%. Other tech stocks, we saw Facebook on Friday down 0.2%, Google down 0.5%, and uh, Netflix down 2.2. Microsoft was pretty much unchanged. BHP and Rio, we've talked about 36 and 3.1% to the good. So a good finish to the week for those stocks and resource stocks very much in focus at the moment. 10-year yield in the US, 1.76%. In Australia, 1.85%. That has been a big change since uh, Christmas when uh, the US was lolling about 1.55 and Australia was around 1.75, now 1.85, 1.76 for the US. Germany, also a big change there. It was minus or negative 0.32, now nearly flat uh, 0.05%. So a big change in interest rate expectations as the clock has ticked over to 2022. In an interesting aside, Apple boss Tim Cook's pay in 2021 was 1,447 times that of the average employee at Apple. European travel and leisure stocks sinking 1.6% as the Omicron virus uh, continues to take its toll on travel plans across Europe. And Dalian Iron Ore rose on Friday. It's now advanced nearly 6% on the week as traders returned from New Year holidays. And political turmoil in Kazakhstan has lifted uranium prices last week. On the corporate front today, IPL has announced an agreement to acquire Titanobel. And Novanix has commenced process for a NASDAQ listing. And a new float today, CTX, opens at 11 a.m. Question of the day today. I know it's early in the year, but what is the biggest opportunity for 2022? Where do you see the biggest opportunity this year? Might well be lithium. Certainly that has had a pretty good start to the year, uh, to say the least. And uh, we are seeing uh, our lithium sector rising very, very much at the moment. So what do you think is the biggest opportunity for 2022? 
Well, that's it for me. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. If you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget this podcast has now been split. We've split our podcast into four. We have the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On the Desk podcast, the On the Couch podcast with myself talking to some industry professionals, CEOs, and fund managers. And of course, we have the end of day and the breakfast briefing podcast. And you can subscribe to any or all of those podcasts on your favorite podcast streaming platform. But that's about it for me today. Welcome back. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.